Now back to Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Acura of Memphis. Witness the power. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. I've been roaming around, always looking down at all I see. Welcome back, everyone. 9.05, the time. Final hour for us today here on Sports 56 Mornings. Brandon Lang joins us in just a moment. We are in the Family Leisure Studios. Craig Gaston, Eli Savoy, and Zach Boyd with you. Family Leisure, 2120 Witten Road, just north of I-40. Currently 67 degrees, mostly cloudy skies. We're looking at a bunch of clouds today, but a little bit of sunshine, so a mixture with a slight chance of rain, but very slight chance. High of 81, overnight low tonight of 56, and then tomorrow mostly sunny skies with a high of 70 degrees. Um, real quick before we bring Brandon on, I have to ask you this, Eli. There's a story from um, New York. A New York school bus driver has been fired for drinking White Claws on the job, claiming she didn't know they had alcohol in them. Do you believe her? Is it possible to think that White Claws don't have alcohol? Um, I'd ask Zach, but Zach is does not I, drink alcohol. I could, listen, there's... There are a ton, a ton of really dumb people in this world. So, uh, <laughs> yes, I, that, I could certainly see somebody thinking that. Yeah, I, I think so as well. I mean, I'm not sure it's that person, but I, think I, can, I, can, uh, I can see that happening. Absolutely. I mean, if any general person you're talking about in society, there's about a 70% chance they're dumb. So I'll ask Lang if he buys into it. Time for Brandon Lang. It's time to handicap this week's action. Joining Greg and Eli is sports handicapper Brandon Lang. Subject of the movie, Two for the Money. It's P equals P. You walk into a strip bar and you let her take your hand and drag you into that champagne room. Pressure equals problems. You just can't do it. And I'm telling you, pressure equals problems in the NFL. Get Brandon's plays at BrandonLang.com. There's four things you can't handicap in sports. There's, there's four things. Penalties. Turnovers, player stupidity, and coaching stupidity. What are they smoking? Also, listen to Brandon with Clay Harbor and Cam Rogers on the Believe Podcast Network. You're on a dating app, and they don't show a body picture? Run! Run! Now, here's Brandon with Greg and Eli. It's time for the great Brandon Lang, who joins us on Fridays during the football season. Brandon, you, do you buy that woman's excuse that she didn't know there was alcohol in her white claws? First of all, <laughs> first of all, because um, there's no way in hell. Like, like, listen, my girl will say stuff to me, and I'll look at her and I'll say, "Have you lost?" your effing mind like I, I i that's my statement there and she knows when i say that that's the dominant side of me looking at her saying you have lost your mind by saying that so i say that's my response to this she knew exactly. come on man she knew exactly Hell what she was no. doing right absolutely you're not you, you, you can't well, I mean, well, I went into Seven Eleven and they were right there by the stand, and it, it said White Claw. It looks like a fruity beverage, so I grabbed a four pack, and I'm just riding around the bus with the kids. And as I had a couple, I was kind of feeling a little, little lightheaded, and I was like, "Hey, I like these things; they're really good." But they don't have any alcohol. Then they Come on, Jimmy, get on the bus. You got yeah, just a little pick me up. On ice. I wonder if she got <laughs> carded when she bought them, because that would have been a first clue. If you got carded when you oh, bought them, <laughs> well, I, I, 
I listen, as crazy as it sounds, when they ask me for my ID now, and I, I you know, I, and there's their place to still do that, and they, they go, oh, now you're 60. I'm like, yeah. They're like, wow. You, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Don't, my girl says that all the time, but no, I'm, I'm not buying it at all. She knew what she's doing and, uh, you know, enjoy those white clothes at home. Um, and by the way, my aunt Marilyn and my mom both drove school bus and I rode the school bus. So I'm very sensitive to drivers that have kids under mm-hmm. their protection. And I, that's we something all are. I do not, yes. and I, I, I don't take that lightly at all, but. Now that's out of the way, let's get to the game last night. So, because this is a chance to educate your listeners a little bit. So, my girl and I met out for a cocktail before heading back to her place, play a little bad game, a glass of wine, watch the game. And she she knows that I love the sense of style of over-the-knee boots, like a, a, like a skirt or something with over-the-knee boots. That's a huge, if I can find a woman that wears that kind of style, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Just check, please. Done. She had on a, a black top, a black leather skirt, and a pair of gray over-the-knee suede Stuart Weitzman boots. And I, she shows up at the bar. She gets out of her car, and I'm like, "Oh my god! I just, I'm done. I'm guys, I'm, I'm done." First round knockout, Mike Tyson, TKO, ding, 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 done. I mean, I wish you could keep thinking. I've listened. I've, I've outkicked my coverage so far with this. This girl here, I swear to Jesus and her grandmother and her mom and everybody. I said, there's no way I'm losing the KC game tonight. No way in hell am I losing this game tonight. So then we're sitting there and the game's going and it's like, they get inside the 20 to set it for a field goal. And I'm like, God, this isn't good. She goes, no, you're up 3 nothing. I'm like, no, you, you're laying double digits in the NFL and you start settling for field goals inside the red zone. So what do they do? They get right down there again, kick another side I'm like, oh, my God. And now I'm getting angry. She's like, no, you're fine. Denver can't score. I'm like, yeah, but at the end of the game, something crazy is going to happen. And sure enough, they, they self-destruct. They punt it back. And now it's 16-8. She's like, oh, my God. She's ready to commit suicide. And when she gets angry and frustrated, she takes it out of me with the paddle or the crop or whatever else is, is in store for the slap game and the anger slap game. And so when Casey got the ball and teaching your listeners something, with six minutes to go and you need basically a field goal to cover the ten and a half. She goes, what do you need? I go, you're going to need a chunk play. She goes, what's a chunk play? I go, you're going to need a play that gets shot to midfield by four minutes. Because if you don't get that, Casey's going to run out the clock and your final score is going to be 16. Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to need that chunk play. You're going to need a big play or Casey will run out the clock. So sure enough, they got the long pass. They got down to the 34 and she's going crazy. When she gets excited, she gets, she's not one of those one of those gals that gets excited and kind of taps you on the shoulder. And, oh, honey, that's just so great. Uh-uh. She's a tomboy from Alabama. So when she gets excited, she gets violent. Like, yeah, and just punches you and like, yeah, like, like she's a guy's guy. Perfect description of a woman sports what, fan from what, Alabama. Was, by the way, was she, as, was she as excited as Taylor Swift on a Travis Kelsey catch? <laughs> Oh, she loves me a lot more than Taylor Swift loves Travis Kelsey. Let's just leave it at that. And the slap game's got by the way. But anyway, a little 50 shades of or whatever. But now let's get back to it. So we get the chunk play. And then now you get the sack, which moves the field goal back to the 51. And you now it would be just like, but you're to miss this, and they win by eight, and you don't cover. And so now her whole emotion switched to sweating this field goal. Well, he pipes it right down the middle. They're up 11, and they cover by a half. And she's like, that's the game goes. She's like, you take it. 
I can't take this business. I can't take your business. I can't. I can't. I'm like, listen, it's okay. It's okay. She can't. She's doing great. She's understanding it. She's understanding. Remember, from ground zero, she understood nothing. And now she's kind of getting it. She's into it. And she thinks it's just crazy how this business pans out with, with these games. Well, it's not every game can be Frisco blown out. Dallas, which was a 200 dimer on Sunday, and it was probably the easiest gift we'll get all year long. Well, we had we we had that ending, as you said, with the cover on the Butker long field goal, and then we had the crazy result. And I don't know if you were glued in at all to that Houston game against West Virginia. That was that was one of the nuttiest finishes, Brandon. Not just because they completed the hail mary on a deflection; it's because Houston was up by eleven with four to play, and West Virginia was giving three. And they yeah. score, get a two, and then get the ball back, score again. So now they're up four. So now West Virginia's covering. So if you had money on West Virginia, you're sitting pretty and then lose it on a Hail Mary by Houston at the very end. Crazy game. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually, okay, so so picking, because I listen, I'm having a great football season at BrandonLink.com, and, and I'll tell you what, I'll credit my girl. I, you guys have been very open and honest about how she is, she's kind of kind of centered me in my focus and, and whatever with my life or whatever. I'm just, I won in August. I won in September. I'm winning in October. I've hit pretty much every big play but one so far. And I was looking at which game to use yesterday. And I'm not, you guys know me. I'm not a big chalk guy. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. I'm not a big chalk guy. I'm a dog guy. There's value in the underdog. I've talked about it on this show forever. And there's, there's value in the dog. But I just couldn't get my arms around Denver. But I liked West Virginia. But they're coming off the big one against TCU. And I'm like, going, wow, that three is a weird number on the road. But I just, I'm, I don't trust Houston plus three. I'm not going to lay three on the road. Listen, if KC can't beat this team, Miami put up 70 on them. If they can't beat this team by 21, there's something wrong. So mm-hmm. I just took the, I took the easy way out and took the favorite on Thursday night and got lucky with, with you know, Casey letting them hang around. I didn't. I watched the first half of that game, and West Virginia was in complete control. I'm like going, okay, well, West Virginia was the right side. I've not gone on YouTube and watched the highlights, which I will do now after your show. You need to. Just to see what happened. Yeah. Absolutely. Because now you have a, I do the ESPN with Drew Diener, and Drew said the same thing. He says, I don't know who you had in that Houston-West Virginia game. So now I'll go watch it. I would have been, imagine her watching that with me. Oh, gosh. Yeah. 11, she might have left you. <laughs> if, if no. She, she watched those games me, together. She, my gosh. She'd have beat the crap out of me. So <laughs> you, you, I got to date a guy that's in this kind of business. You're going to put me through this kind of stress? Right. We get home, get on your knees, you're taking a beat. And I mean, <laughs> you, know, you know, just like whatever. So she, that the KC game was easier. But um, so. someone who doesn't understand the emotions of this business, She's seen some pretty crazy games emotionally mm-hmm. that has given her idea. Like I don't know how you've done this for thirty years. There's there's an admiration part of, from her, but since she works for a billion dollar commercial real estate company and the stress of what they do, I think it's insanity. What's on her plate, what she deals with every day, and she comes home and she's just like just so stressed out. I get it. It's the same from her lens to me. This business of like I can't believe you've done this for thirty years, but it is what it is. And and you guys, you know, we love it, but. It really is crazy how some of these games and these point spreads in Vegas makes you just scratch your head and say, wow, which happens every week. So we've got a big game here in Memphis tonight in California. Love football, them. Love them, love them, love what? them, and we'll be shocked if they don't win the game outright. Wow, really? Yep. I've, I've waited for this game for two weeks. I really have. Tulane's getting so much respect because of the win against USC. 
I get it. That 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 is something to be really proud of. That's something to hang your hat on. The game they never should have won. USC and um, you know Lincoln Riley kind of let that completely slip away. I know some buddies who had some massive losses on USC in that game, <laughs> money line and whatever, and they're still pissed about it today. But what's Colleen done, really? South Alabama, first game of the year. Okay, impressive because South Alabama turned out to be looked pretty good. Got blown out at home by Ole Miss. They played Southern Miss, Nickel State, and UAB. That's it. You look at Memphis. It's not for the two interceptions that, you know, Hennigan threw. They have a chance to beat Missouri. And they're playing great. They're at home getting more than a field goal. I, I do not see Memphis losing this game by more than a field goal, and I'll be shocked if they don't win the game outright. I, I just don't. Seriously, maybe I'm completely wrong. It's a Friday no, that's night what I, yeah, dog, Yeah. So, I said it yesterday. I, I picked the yeah, Memphis by – I thought Memphis uh, – I don't know if they'll win outright, but three points, uh, I think that's what the game will come down to, a field goal, and you're getting four and a half at home. All right, yep. uh, elsewhere in college football, let's rattle off some of these. Oregon-Washington, the big one out west. Two undefeated teams. Washington at home, three-point favored. Both teams with really good good quarterbacks throwing up some big numbers. Well, she lost her slap game, finally. She had Washington State, which, by the way, was right – there until the bonehead QB of Washington State throws the pick in the fourth quarter. She had it. But thank God, guys, because I was taking a beat, so it was good to be able to kind of relax and have her come downstairs <laughs> and not whack me when I'm at the fridge. There's been no whacking, although she said, I'm going to, you know, if I don't win my college game on Saturday, she's going to let me have it on Saturday night. But um, this is her, this is her slot game. Oregon's in a huge revenge situation. They lost last year at home, 37-34 as a 12-point home favorite. Huskies got them. But <clears throat> you look at Oregon, better defense, just a good offense. Um, I like him in this spot here. I really, really do. They're 8-2 straight up against the spread last 10 Pac-12 games. I just think they're the better team. And I think getting you know getting points is the way to go. Take over. I, um, another game tonight, Colorado and Stanford tonight. I think Stanford's pretty much hot garbage. I'm, I thought that line would be bigger than 11 and a half. Do you do you like Colorado to cover? Yeah, yeah, I do. I you know Stanford's got one you know one good game, which was at Hawaii. Um, I just think that you know this kid Hunter's coming back. Um, mm. He means so much to what Colorado does. Um, the last seven times Stanford's been a home dog of ten or more points, they're only seven against the spread. Um, that's enough for me. You ready for this? Stanford in conference games. It loses as a dog. Get ready for this. This will blow you away. The last 22 games, the last 22 conference games that Stanford has lost as an underdog, 2-20 and 20 against the spread. Let me say that again. Wow. Get your, get your head around this. Last 22 conference games, they've lost outright as a dog, 2-20 and 20 against the spread. So they lose. They, the right they ain't covered. Colorado. They don't. They don't cover. Well, exactly right. And they're and they're going to lose. I don't see how they lose the game. Yeah. yeah. No, there, there's no way. This is a this is a statement game. This gets him to five wins. Yeah. Gets him one away from bowl eligible. And what he's done from a team that won one game last year, it, it's the greatest coaching job in college football. Uh, there's it, no way around it. Yeah. There's he, look. It's it's been a great story. Uh, Tennessee and Texas A and M. Interesting. Tennessee coming off the bye. A and M's defense really really good. Max Johnson, questionable as a quarterback, not as far as whether he'll play or not, whether if he's good. Uh, they're 4-2, Tennessee's 4-1, games at Neyland. Big crowd. What do you think? Yeah, so 
field goal? What the bleep bleep is wrong with this man? Fourth and goal at the three, and you kick the field goal, so then you got to get the onside kick to even have a chance to win. And you're down eight. What is wrong with these coaches? Why? Chris the ball of Miami not taking any. What is wrong with these guys? Ever since weed became legal, I think a lot of these guys are buying into the gummies, boys. I think they're high as a kite, chewing gummies on the sideline with some of the decisions they make. What made you think against Alabama, fourth and goal from the, what, five? We're going to hit the field goal. We're going to hit the onside kick. We're going to go down and score. I, I, I mean, you go for it. If you don't get it, they're down at their five-yard line. Okay, here we go again down eight. Mm-hmm. Made no sense. I agree. He, went for, he, he punted on fourth and one from the 45, too. It's just, it, 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 like I said, ever since weed became legal, I think a lot of these coaches are just sitting in their office, sitting there getting baked on gummy. They got the girl go against some brownies and ice cream and some hagen and they're just sitting there saying, man, this is the greatest job in the world. So Now, that being said, bad numbers for the Aggies here. Owen Ford's a road dog at seven or a few points with Jimbo Fisher. They're 2-15 straight up as a road dog. And are you ready for this? Oh, and 11, their last 11. Wow. I wouldn't trust this man with an inch of his life. Tennessee minus point. Yeah, I'm with you. In the NFL, you mentioned uh, the 49ers, an easy one against the Cowboys last week. Cowboys staying in California. Get the Chargers down in L.A. The Cowboys, a slight road favorite here. Do they rebound? Nope. And I, listen, I'm going against some unbelievable numbers. Dallas 8-0 against the spread last eight games coming off a loss. 5-0 and straight up against the spread on the road on Monday. has been coming off a loss to 14 more points. Um, I told you I don't trust the head coach of the Chargers to save my life. But that Dallas defense is in trouble against these receivers. I just, I just, listen, you couldn't go on the road and beat Arizona. I don't think you can go on the road and beat the Chargers. I don't trust Mike McCarthy. I think Dallas is overrated. I've said it before. Vander Bosch is now out. It was another linebacker. I'll take the little home dog here on Monday night. Here's an interesting one. Home, speaking of the home dog, Cleveland is a nine and a half point dog at home, but Deshaun Watson's not going. Their defense, though, has been really good, but they're playing the 49ers, who look like they're the best team by far in the NFL. Does San Francisco kind of sleepwalk through that one? It's a nine and a half point spread. She's going with a pair of black leggings with over the knee black boots for Sunday's outfit. Mm-hmm. This is her. This is her. Uh, this is her slap? slap game in the NFL. Ooh. Cleveland plus the point. There we go. Um, wow, you're I... getting more than a touchdown with the number one overall defense in the NFL, and I just don't think that coming off the Dallas game and the motion of the Dallas game mm-hmm. coming on the road here, I really, really love it. Now I'm putting an asterisk by the slap game, though. If Deshaun Watson plays, he's not told her. He's out. She's oh, he's out. Yeah. Okay, well, then, then she said she's not playing. This is the slap game since Sean's out. But even with Sean being out, I, I like Cleveland plus yeah. just the strength of the defense. But I will say this. What I do really, really like is under the post in game. I think it went down to 41, I want to say. Um, I really like the under in this game. All right, one more. Uh, your, your, maybe one of your faves that you want to pass along to our listeners from the NFL? I think Baltimore rebounds with Tennessee. Tennessee is 1-14 against the spread as either a favorite or a dog of five or four points. This is AFC North. Let me give it to you again. 
1-14 and 14 against wow. the spread as either a favorite of a dog, five mm. or fewer points, versus the AFC North. Boys, sorry, it's the Baltimore Hustle. So it doesn't matter it's in London or any of that crap, right? No, not at all. I, okay. I, I, the Ravens. I think Tennessee's. I think Tennessee's done. I think Tannehill's done. I just do. That's just my opinion. By the way, that Browns 49ers total? Is thirty five and a half that I'm looking at. Yeah, it went down then. Yeah, once the Watson got listed as out, it's down to thirty five. Yeah, I, I still like the under. Still like the under. Man, thirty five and a half. Yep. Is wow, like no points at all. But man, no. But but again, I don't know how Cleveland is going to score. But I do think Cleveland's right. defense, number one defense in the NFL, I think they're going to slow down the Niners and miss a little bit. Yeah, I hear you. He's the best. He's Brandon Lang. You can hear him every Friday during the football season right here on Sports 56 Mornings. Of course, BrandonLang.com is the website. The uh, terrific podcast with Clay Harbor and uh, Cam Rogers. Check that out as well. Have a great weekend. Don't get slapped too hard. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you, boys. Thank you, down. If you're watching the action, whether it be college football tonight, if you're not going to the Tigers game, want to watch the game and all the other action or the NFL or whatever it is that's on, it's always on at East Coast Wings and Grill. And while you're watching the games, you can enjoy great food like their 60 different flavors of wings or any of their burgers or other sandwiches, maybe one of their flatbreads. So many great items on the menu for you to choose from, but it's all about the wings. That's the feature. Again, 60 different flavors for you to choose from. Plus, of course, you've got drinks. you got 24 draft beers on tap. Any other thing that you want. Any other, if you want White Claws, they do have alcohol in them. They've got those for you as well. Actually, I don't know if they have White Claws or if they have Truly. I mean, <laughs> they got one of them. They got seltzers. I don't know. I can't remember if they got White Claw there or not, but they, they got seltzers for you. They got, they, they're, they, you're taking care of in the seltzer department. And yes, they do all have alcohol in them. No doubt about that. Plus, they got a great staff, all kinds of great people hanging out there. It's just a great, fun place to go hang out and watch the games. East Coast Wings and Grill, located off Highway 64 between Lowe's and Walmart. They're on Kate Hyde Boulevard. That's where you'll find them. It's where you're going to find great food and great drinks and all of the action East Coast Wings and Grill. All right, folks, when we come back, we're going to play 10 in a row. It's the game show that has swept the nation. We have done 10 in a row for years and years and years. We've given away thousands and thousands of dollars of prizes we want to give away prizes we want to continue this but if the participation continues to dwindle i'm not going to waste my time putting this together so right now it's up to you i don't care i'm not giving you the question yet jump on the phone lines the sports 56 listener lines at 360-8255 i will decide today whether or not this lives or dies 360-8255 we'll come back we'll give you the topic we'll give you the prize package if you want to play we'll do it if not we'll move on this is sports 56 mornings with greg and eli on real sports talk sports 56 and 98.5 fm broadcasting from the family leisure studio we are sports 56 and 98.5 fm Now, back to Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Acura of Memphis. Okay, you know, this card looks great wrapped around you, you know. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. That's why we're talking. Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. The shops at Caesar, you walk yes, through that. The forum shops, yeah. Yeah, the forum shops. Is there a giant Caesar fountain peeing? I think there is. If there's not, there should I, be. There's right? a giant fountain in there. I think he's peeing. <laughs> They're always peeing. I think it's, I think, I want to say. They drank a lot of wine back in the day. I want to say there's, I. Somebody, if somebody can confirm, I'm pretty sure the Caesar, there's a the Caesar fountain. There's a fountain in there 
with Caesar peeing. Well, of course, they have, well, they did. Wasn't it a fountain that Evil Knievel jumped over? Like the outdoor thing, wasn't that part of it, like back in the day? I know what you're talking about as far as the shops. I think you're right about that. I'm, I'm trying to look it up. Um, yeah, I think here it is. I think. Is he peeing? Is it a peeing fountain? Um, nah, it's, it put me to another thing. Fountain of the gods. Is that is that possibly that it? Might be, that might be it, actually. Yeah. Tourist attraction in Paradise, Nevada at the Forum Shops of Caesars. The Fountain of the Gods. Is it a peeing fountain? I can't get a good picture. Are they peeing there? I can't. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> that's only part of it. it. Looks like it's it's pretty wide. They put the show on, yeah, don't they? Where yeah. it starts to like yeah, fake rain and all that. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't if there anybody's peeing at that or not. I don't know if don't he is. Or not. First, I feel like there's one. I was thinking there was one out there. There was somebody who was peeing. <laughs> Love a good peeing fountain. <laughs> this hour is brought to you by and in Vegas. You piss away a lot of money too. That's true. Acura of Memphis. This hour. Every day, brought to you by the folks at Acura Memphis, Ridgeway 385, online, acuramemphis.com, beautiful weather, to go take a test drive in one of those beautiful Acura automobiles and talk with the great folks over there, ask them about what deals they've got going on. You can always find out what deals they've got going on through their website as well and get a lot of information on all the different models of Acura Plus. You can get the inventory of pre-owned vehicles, including the certified pre-owned Acuras. All of that you can find at AcuraMemphis.com. But then go on over there, take a test drive, feel the Acura difference and the great experience you're going to get every time when you go see the folks at Acura of Memphis. Time now for 10 in a row. Not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine, but 10 in a row. It's the game show that has swept the nation. It is 10 in a row. If you'd like to participate, and I suggest you do, 901-360-8255, Sports 56 listener lines, call in. We have open lines right now. Again, whether or not we continue this for the future after, I don't know how many years we've done 10 in a row. It will depend on what you guys do today. The question is, college football stadiums, with top 10 capacities for the 2023 season. So college football stadiums with the top 10 capacities for the 2023 season. What are the fine folks who listen to our show religiously and we love you, what are they playing for? Uh, well, you don't have to listen religiously to play. I know. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm trying to be ignited. I've got a big I'm to prize package today. I've got $25 gift certificate to East Coast Wings. Okay. I got a $25 gift certificate to Ferraro's Pizza down in the Pinch District. Nice. I've got two Malco movie passes. I've got a free haircut at Supercuts. And golf for four at Miramichi. All right. So we're talking about a prize package that goes, what are, what are we looking at? Well over $300? Uh, yeah, that would probably be over $300. Yeah, I would say okay. so. All right. We're not promising you this prize package every single week. But whether or not we continue with 10 in a row for the future depends on you jumping on the Sports 56 listener lines right now and participating. It is pivotal right now, and I see that you have responded. The lines are packed. Hopefully, there's thousands and thousands waiting to get in. But the lucky four that have gotten in, we'll see if we get to all four, because maybe our first caller, Eli, will be a winner. It's college football stadiums with top 10 capacities for the 2023 season. So if I said Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium, you would say? No. No, it's a large cavernous stadium, but it's not a top 10 stadium. Let's go. I like what I'm seeing here from our listeners. The response has been pretty darn good. All right. 
Let's start with Wayne. Hello, Wayne. Hey, Wayne. How are you? Hey, doing great. Greg, I just want to say I first met you at, when you were doing a remote in 1995 at Newbies on the Highland Strip. Wow. So. My Hang in there gosh. like a hair on a biscuit, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's aging me pretty well, Wayne, but I appreciate yep. it, man. All right, so what I'm going to do, I want to give you the name of the stadium, and I'll give you the school, so in case you don't know the name, and then if it is a top 10 in capacity for the 2023 season, it is a yes. If not, it's a no. All right, here we go. Oh. Ben All Hill right. Griffin Stadium, Florida. No. Rose Bowl, UCLA. Uh, no. Camp Randall Stadium, Wisconsin. No. Sanford Stadium, Georgia. No. Ah, 360-8255, the number. Wayne, I was rooting for you after the compliment, but uh, that was a that was a decent run to start things off. Thought he definitely nailed Sanford Stadium, but... Compliment? He just said he met you. Well... It's nice. I'm sure he's been listening and watching me for all these years. I appreciate it. Don't want to put words in his mouth, but... I mean, he may hate you. He just I, said he met you. I don't think so. Well, You're going to make me feel bad now? Most people that meet you probably hate you. No, that's you. You're talking about yourself here. All right. Mario, what's up? <laughs> hey, Mario. Hey, what's going on, guys? You don't get a show like this in the city other than ours, do you, Mario? Come on. Two guys that fight like cats and dogs. Come on. All right. You ready to <laughs> rock and roll? Yeah, I'm going to try this. Ohio Stadium, Ohio State. No. Ah, 360-8255. College football stadiums, top 10 capacities for the 2023 season. Steven, what's up? Steve-O. Hey, guys, how you doing? Doing well. Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, Florida. No. Rose Bowl, UCLA. Yes. 360-8255 is the number. We do have one open line, but I love it. I love it. You guys are calling in. I appreciate that. Who's next? James, what's up? Hello, James. Uh, I wish Mario would have got about five in a row. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ohio Stadium, Ohio State. Yes. Bryant-Denny Stadium, Alabama. Yes. Notre Dame Stadium, Notre Dame. No. Williams-Brice Stadium, South Carolina. Vault Hemingway, Ole Miss. No. Alamo Dome, UTSA. No. Neyland Stadium, Tennessee. Yes. Clemson Memorial Stadium, Clemson. No. Beaver Stadium, Penn State. Yes. Michigan Stadium, Michigan. Yes. You didn't need Mario, my friend. Great job. <laughs> James, congratulations, sir. You are a winner. You got a big prize package coming your way. Hold on. Right. Very well done by James. But very well done by our listeners, and there's still three on the line. Are you going to give a second chance opportunity today, Eli? Yeah, you know what? I'm in a good mood today. Yeah, let's reward them, right? I'll give uh, these three a chance. Let's go Mark first. What's Mark's up, Mark? first. Hey, Mark. Hello. All right, here we go. Second chance opportunity, Mark. Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, Florida. No. Rose Bowl, UCLA. Yes. 360-8255. Actually, we're not taking any more calls. we got two on the line. Who's next? Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Hey, how's it going? Going well. All right, again, college football stadiums with top 10 capacities for the 2023 season. Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, Florida. No. Rose Bowl, UCLA. Yeah. Next. Keep missing. Keep missing on Rose Bowl. What if Jake had the fat man in the car with him? <laughs> Dan, and what's finally, up? finally, Dan. 
How are you, Dan? How's it going? Going well. Let's see if Dan can be the man. Second chance opportunity. Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, Florida. No. Rose Bowl, UCLA. No. Camp Randall Stadium, Wisconsin. No. Sanford Stadium, Georgia. Yes. Kyle Field, Texas A&M. Yes. Memorial Stadium, Oklahoma. No. Texas Memorial Stadium, Texas. Yes. Lane Stadium, Virginia Tech. No. Tiger Stadium, LSU. Yes. Hard Rock Stadium, Miami. No. Second chance winner, last chance, and Dan comes through. Dan, I'll get to I'll put a prize package together for you, and uh, congratulations, you are a winner, sir. And Eli, I hope, hope we talk to Greg and Stan in doing this. Well, you just helped. You helped an awful oh, lot. I don't know. You, might, you guys might have cleaned out my prize closet. Today. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, I'm just I just kidding. took up golf, Eli, so I'm going to tear that course up, literally. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> Enjoy, Dan. Good job. Thanks, Dan. All right, thanks, guys. See, now you got to come up with golf. I think I have golf. I think yeah, I, I yeah. think I have a, another golf. Well, let me today. tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. You came through. I was serious, too. Eli knows I was serious about pulling the plug. We have done this for years and years and years. We're going to keep doing it. We got to uh, thank all our great sponsors as far as the, those who provide for those prizes for you. Terrific prize packages each and every week. We'll come up with another question next week and give you a chance on Friday for 10 in a row. Love it. Love the response today. Speaking of great sponsors, Genesis Diamonds. They are great. If you haven't tried it out, if you haven't been by there yet, you need to check it out. If you're in the market for jewelry, especially engagement rings, if you've got, uh, you're thinking about popping that question, you got to get that ring. Well, Go check out the selection at Genesis Diamonds. You will be blown away by the selection as well as the value and the service that you're going to get when you go see the folks at Genesis Diamonds. They have changed the jewelry game here in Memphis. Maybe it's not an engagement. Maybe it's a special anniversary or any other special occasion. The holidays are just around the corner as well. If you're in the market for any jewelry, go check it out at Genesis Diamonds. You will absolutely be blown away for the moment you walk in the door when you see the selection, just case after case after case of jewelry, including those amazing selection of engagement rings, plus other fine jewelry, the pre-owned Rolex watches, the selection they have of those as well. No phony pricing, no gimmicks, no games, and their salespeople are not on commission, so they're not there to pressure you into buying something more expensive. You've got to check it out for yourself at Genesis Diamonds. Poplar Commons Shopping Center, that's Pop and Perkins Extended. They're right there in the middle of the shopping center. Go by and check them out at Genesis Diamonds. All right, when we come back, it's our final segment of the week. Uh, Last opportunity for you guys to get your thoughts in on the Tigers and Tulane tonight or anything else that you'd like to talk about in the world of sports. Just hit us up at 360-8255. Somebody texts in and says, everything I look up says the Rose Bowl is in the top 10. Well, it's not because they include in the top 10 this year the Cotton Bowl. And the Cotton Bowl is where the Red River rivalry is. The Cotton Bowl is ahead of the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl is number 11. So if you're not including the Cotton Bowl, which has to be included because a game was played this year, the Red River rivalry, the Rose Bowl would be number 11. And that's the facts, Jack. This is Sports 56 Mornings with Greg and Eli on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Be sure to follow us at Sports56WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports56WHBQ. 
Now back to Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Acura of Memphis. Get them to sign on the line which is dotted. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Gonna put the world away for a minute. Pretend I don't live in it. I think Sunshine the Lexi Thompson story is pretty incredible if she can continue on and somehow make the cut. She played 16 holes yesterday before darkness put a halt to the rest of the round at the Shriners Children's Open. That's a PGA Tour event out in Las Vegas. Bo Hostler, the leader at 9-under 62. So she has to finish two holes today and then play, of course, that second round. Right now, she has one under par. And... The cut line, the projected cut line, is even right now. Well, now, actually, she's finished a hole. Okay, they keep moving this thing around. I think she bogey, She might have bogeyed 17. Yeah, she did. She bogeyed 17. So that was tough, man. She goes 16 holes and then darkness. They don't even finish the round. The poor lady's still out in the course, and she has to come back in the morning, probably having to think about it a little bit. She bogeyed 17. So she has one hole to go. Right now, she's two over par, and the cut line and this is so early with the projection because you have a whole second round to go, is even par. There are a good portion of golfers well behind her. And there's at least She's at what? She's at, two over. They said she was one under yesterday through 16. Did she triple that then? I mean, this thing's all messed up. It just put her at three over, now back to two over. I, I'm trying uh, I'm, 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 I'm trying to find... Um, that's the that's the video. I'm trying to find. No, yeah, I mean it said one under through 16 yesterday, unless that was a mistake. But um, either way, right now, according to uh, PGATour.com, she's two over through 17, so she's got a hole to go, and then a whole second round. I don't think she'll make the cut. There's too many players in front of her, but that's pretty impressive. Now you go back in time. Annika Sorenstam played at a PGA Tour event, played well, missed the cut. Michelle Wees played. Maybe some other female golfers. I don't know if anybody's ever made the cut in a sanctioned PGA Tour event, but that would be something. That would be an incredible story. Just a little sidebar story in the world of sports happening this weekend. I have no idea why she's why they're having her play in this event. It really doesn't make sense to me, but that's nonetheless, it doesn't matter. Well, you know, in, in the whole male versus female sports battle, there's really no chance that women have going mano y mano against men, but in the world of golf, that's the one that's the closest. Now, she doesn't hit the ball as far as they all hit it. They probably all hit further off the tee than her. But you find fairways, you find greens and putts. You know the game of golf. Um, you can at least put up that score. You're not worried about what the other person's doing. You're worried about what you're doing. So that's the closest one. I can think of bowling maybe another one. But certainly you're not going to look at other sports and, and, and compare. And, and don't get me started with tennis. Don't get me started with the whole tennis thing. The whole Bobby Riggs, Billie Jean King thing. Yeah, it, it helped the women's Believe movement. Believe me, I do not want to get you started on that. <laughs> I don't want to get anybody started talking no, about that. I'm just talking about the women's whatsoever. movement was fine. It helped with help with women's and, and empowerment and all that. But come on. let you know Serena Williams would get, in her prime, would get mopped up by like the thousandth ranked PGA, uh, thousand ranked ATP, ATP player on tour. But again, should have asked. I'm still stunned that the Oregon Washington total is only 66 and a half. I feel like that number should be higher than that. I don't know, man. I'm I'm afraid sometimes to play those games that had the high number. I thought SMU and East Carolina would score 
a bunch of points last night. It didn't happen. That was an under. Now, the Houston-West Virginia game, they're crazy, so that was an easy over. But I'm always a little leery of, of playing the, the high numbers. Do you like your Terrapins over Illinois? That's only, two, that's only Illinois's been bad. Love them. Love them. I, I think Maryland, after what happened in the second half to Ohio State, which I figured would happen, did not surprise me whatsoever. They'll come back at Bird Stadium at home. Not sure if it's homecoming or not. They should drill Illinois. Illinois's got no offense whatsoever. I, I think Maryland should probably win that game. As long as there is physical, you know, Illinois is physical. Maryland should probably win that game something like 42-17. Yeah, I don't, Illinois is just, but old Brett Bielema, that, uh, that offense is just not working. And uh, I was, I'm surprised, I was surprised that line, you could get that line right now under, uh, under two touchdowns at 13 and a half. What do, you, what do you think about, what do you think about, I won on Michigan last week. What do you think about Michigan? It seems like Harbaugh doesn't care about running up scores. They're 33-point favorites over Indiana. That's a lot of points, but is this one like a 49-7 game? Feels like they all are for Michigan. I mean, that's that's what Michigan's been doing um, to everybody, and they just keep playing. They they do that to bad teams, and they keep playing bad teams. So I would uh, I would say that that's a lot of points to give in a conference game, but I certainly ain't taking. I'm not going on the other side against Michigan right now. Are you surprised, even though it's a roadie? That Ohio State and Purdue, that line's only 19. Uh, Purdue's awful. Purdue is terrible, but Ohio State hasn't, I mean, their their offense just hasn't been explosive. But Henderson's back for this game. You're under three touchdowns? I know it's the Big Ten, and then again, I don't know what that even means. I know it's the Big Ten. I mean, there are some really bad teams in the Big Ten that don't that can't score. We just talked about Illinois, Indiana, Purdue, Iowa. These teams can't score. Uh, in the yeah, SEC, that, that Iowa Wisconsin game, which you for some reason could be an eyesore. Six. Well, you know, I throw something there, a little little curve. 30, Thirty-four and a half right now, total. Thirty-four and a half. <laughs> the worst is playing I mean, an over think, and think teams going up and down the field punting. Think about that. Thirty-four and a half points in a college football game is the total, and if there's a good chance it won't get there, that that's the Army Navy game will have a higher total than that. Yeah, Army Navy will probably be like 37, 37 and a half. They had a thirty-four and a half total in a college football game, and in the, in, the, in a world where we have spread offenses and everything else, there's a damn college football game where the Total, the over-under is set at 34 and a half. That's embarrassing. What game outside of tonight's game and outside of maybe Washington-Oregon, which should be a really fun game with a lot of potential impact for down the line in the playoff, what game are you looking forward to the most? Uh, I'm looking forward to Texas, Texas A&M, Tennessee. I thought you were going to say that. You like, still like uh, Texas A&M, don't you? I do. I love Tennessee. Love Tennessee in that one. All right, so tonight— But as Brandon said— if- Jimbo needs to. Jimbo needs to actually coach with a little bit of aggressiveness. Aggressiveness, maybe a little sense of urgency. Yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. Now you seem to be taken back by Brandon's like jump all over Memphis uh, pick. You took Tulane, if I'm not mistaken, right mm-hmm. in our picks. I took Memphis, although again my lean is that I ho- I hope to God the Tigers win this game. I'll be on the sidelines for the broadcast, but. To me, it's a three-point game. I think the Tigers can win this game. If they lose, I don't think they're losing more than a t- by a field goal. So four and a half to me seems like the play. He loves Memphis. Uh, any 
does that change your mind at all? Are you still sticking with that pick that you had? Obviously, for our picks, you're not going to change it. But any, I I'm not. I think Memphis has a chance. I just don't like this matchup. Um, I was surprised to hear Brandon you know, lo- love Memphis. I could hear. I could understand somebody betting on Memphis and, and liking them, thinking it's going to be a close game. I just I don't like the matchup up front against that Tulane defense. Um, we'll see if Memphis is able to block them. And but if if Memphis can't run the ball. And then those guys get to turn loose a little bit on Hennigan. I, I, that, that could be a bad situation. But uh, I'm not going to be surprised if the Tigers win the game. I just uh, I'm not a I'm not a fan of this matchup for the Tigers. Yeah, it looks like it'll be great weather for the game. The crowd I think is going to be fantastic. We had Laird Vichon who said it's it's certainly going to be the biggest crowd they've had this season. The highest announced was the Boise State game at 30,000 and change. I think this one has a great chance to be around 35,000. I know it's a Friday night and there's really not much you can do about it. You asked Laird that question. It sucks for people who are involved in high school football and have kids that are playing high school football. Fortunately for this particular Friday night, there's not a lot of high school teams in action tonight, but there are some big games, including MUS and Christian Brothers High School. Quite frankly, when um, it is your biggest game of the year um, and especially home game, Mm -hmm. and you gave away 2,500 tickets, I would hope you have the biggest crowd of the year. (laughs) I would hope that this would be the biggest crowd so far when you gave away 2,500 tickets. Right, but 2,500 is 2,500. It's not 10,000. So if they can get still 35,000 people, that's 2,500 freebies. That's still 32,500. And uh, I think they— That's just the additional 2,500 freebies they give out of the other freebies they give out. (laughs) Well, did they? This time, you know, every game there's freebies. Yeah, but we this give wasn't... away freebies. Every other radio station in town gives away freebies. Yeah, but we're not talking about thousands and thousands as far as that's concerned, and we're not talking about this being one of those Kroger ten dollar discounts. Now, for the folks who bought the sixty dollar tickets, they're hoping that streak continues. You get a win tonight. You got who SMU still to come in. You still have South Florida to come in. Who knows if you roll through six home games, they win them all, and it ends up costing you ten dollars per game in the end. But that'll do it for us uh, this week here on the program. We want to thank all you folks. You came through today with 10 in a row. Thank you for listening. Your calls, your texts, your tweets, we always appreciate it. Big thanks to John Varlas, to Laird Veach, and to Brandon Lang for joining us on the program. Coming up next, Wolo and Friends on Sports 56. Dave will have a lot more on the Tigers and Tulane. We will talk about it on Monday along with everything else that happens in the world of sports over the weekend. We'll start bright and early at 7 a.m., on Monday. For Eli Savoy and Zach Boyd, I'm Greg Gaston. Have a great weekend, everybody.